Welcome to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, and sometimes agree to disagree. I'm Colin True, and today I'm going to tell you if the 2018 Big Shark Jason Statham movie that apparently was adapted from a book, The Meg, made me want to go outside, which is, as you know, the hallmark of the best outdoor movies. That's right, it's time for another outdoor movie review, but before we get to that, don't forget about Secondhand September, where we do our best to put secondhand first, and that means if you're looking to buy or sell outdoor gear or apparel, you have only one stop to make, geartrade.com. Head to geartrade.com to shop the best in unnew outdoor goods, or click on the Sell Your Gear tab to get started in selling your unwanted outdoor stuff. All right, let's start the show. I started doing movie reviews on the show because guess what? Pop culture goes with everything. As much as some outdoorsy folks try to be borderline Unabomber-style hermits who only respond to the world if it includes a trail, a pine cone, or a chipmunk or something, and if you think I'm way off base here, check out Matt Lyons' Instagram and TikTok feeds where he lampoons the different personalities of those who go outdoors to play. The truth is that most of us, we like other stuff too. And for me, I love movies. One reason I love movies are the emotions they dredge up and the relationship you form with the characters and the story. And that means to judge an outdoor movie appropriately, you have to take it further than whether it was good or bad. I want to walk away with that feeling of inspiration, of wanting to do something similar to what I just saw, or at least have that drive to walk out my front door and see what sort of adventure blows my way. And I'm talking about real movies here, not Warren Miller-style favorite sports sizzle reels. I can accept that there are those who want to sit with other enthusiasts of their favorite sport and watch a 90-minute compilation of skiing and snowboarding, mountain biking, surfing, running videos, and try to pass it off as a movie or film, but I could not be less interested in that kind of viewing experience. That's why we're talking about The Meg today, and not the trailer for the next round of ski bullshit. Because as it turns out, everything I want from an outdoor movie, well, it can be found in The Meg. I first watched The Meg on an airplane shortly after its release, and at the time, I was disappointed. Because I think I didn't really get it. I was hoping for something scary, something more in the vein of Jaws, something that would be hard to shake the next time I walked into the ocean. But that's not what The Meg is, and upon a second watch this past weekend, I'm now a full fan of this flick. Not because I felt connection to the characters or story, but because this is an 80s action movie with modern-day digital effects. The characters are one-dimensional archetypes with less depth than a puddle on a hot day in Phoenix. The dialogue is so predictable that I feel like I could show this movie to anyone and pause it intermittently, ask that person to predict the next line, and they'd probably be right like 75% of the time. The whole thing is just a long line of setups to the next time we get to see a giant megalodon wreak havoc in the Pacific Ocean. And you know what? It made me want to go outside. Because of how ridiculous it is, I didn't become scared of encountering sharks the next time I go to the beach. But funnily enough, I do want to go to the beach. When sports or the outdoors get included in a real Hollywood production, it's way more interesting because the story is likely going to be better by default than the Warren Miller type of films because real writers, real producers and performers are in charge. But the wild card here is how well portrayed the activities are and how experienced with those activities the audience is. My best example of this is with the ice hockey scenes in Mystery Alaska against the hockey scenes in Goon. Now, as a former hockey player myself, I like both movies as movies. 
But in Mystery Alaska, it's clear that Russell Crowe skipped the required learn to skate camp before they filmed that movie. Versus in Goon, where not only does everyone look like hockey players, the way the game is portrayed feels like an actual hockey game. But really, none of this applies to the Meg. You know why? Because most of the underwater scenes take place in science fiction-y vehicles that not only haven't been invented yet, they may never be invented because they're kind of ridiculous. And yet I was still bought in on being in the ocean, encountering the wildlife. I wanted to learn more about the animals we were seeing and then go get one of those terrible-looking wetsuits that Jason Statham was wearing and go surfing in it. So that's success as far as I'm concerned by the outdoor metric I've invented for the purposes of this podcast. It seems, too, that everyone was in on the joke. I can't imagine anyone in this movie reading the script and deluding themselves into thinking that this was going to be anything other than a fun underwater monster rap that wasn't actually that thrilling or scary, but simply just that. Fun. Super may always be Rain Wilson's best non-Dwight Shrew performance, but I thought he was great here, and probably the only memorable character after Statham. Because, yeah, I should point out, I haven't actually said a single character name yet, because I honestly don't remember them. And I've seen the movie twice now. Statham was named Jonas, right? I remember that. The scared guy was DJ. And I think that's all I got. But that's a good thing, because we don't get movies like this anymore. A fun romp with some cool visuals that you're just allowed to move on from immediately after it's over. Only in my case, when The Meg ended, I was both happy with my choice to watch it, and also opening the Surfline app on my phone to get ready to head to the beach. That's the mark of a great outdoor movie, and based on that, The Meg delivers. The Meg is currently streaming on Max, and stay tuned because now that I realize I was wrong about the first movie, I can't wait to watch the sequel, The Meg 2, The Trench, that came out this past summer for my next outdoor movie review. So if you love or hate The Meg, I'm excited to take you on this journey. Be sure to rate and follow The Rock Bite wherever you get your podcasts, email your feedback, to myrockbite at gmail.com. What did you think of The Meg? Am I defending an objectively bad movie? Yes. Did The Meg make you run out of the water? Myrockbite at gmail.com is where to send your emails. We'll be back later this week with more ideas and aim for your head as well as an update on a fun new content generation project I'm working on with our friends over at Gear Trade. The Rock Bite is a production of Rock Bite LLC. I'm Colin True. Thanks for listening and here to take us out is Krista Makes from Less Than Jake with the Rock Fight Fight Song. We'll see you next time. Rock Fight!